BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, everyone. It's Wednesday. I'm your co-host, Carlene Higgins, and I'm not with the lovely Jill Dunn today. Jill is in Georgia, sipping sweet tea on a porch, legit, and uh, testing some sweat-proof makeup, no doubt. I'm not jealous. I'd much rather be here with you guys sharing some product recommendations today. And I have to say, it's always interesting to see what topic is going to blow up in our Facebook chat room like what you guys are really interested in. And recently, it was a very simple question when one person posted, calling all beauty lovers, all-time favorite mascara or mascara combo, also your fave makeup remover. And we had a lot of answers from Lancome Hypnose to Too Faced Better Than Sex, L'Oreal Lash Paradise, But what strikes me about this topic is that one person's holy grail can be another person's basically arch nemesis because the fact is that all lashes are really different, just like any other part of our body. So I thought it would be fun to call on an expert to help me guest host our Damn Goods episode today. Somebody who works with every type of eyelash on the planet, who can speak to the best mascaras for your lash type along with her top tips to help troubleshoot some common mascara dilemmas, like how to avoid smudging and clumping. Her name is Kieran Bati, and Kieran is a celebrity makeup artist who works with top photographers from magazines like Vanity Fair, Elle, Marie Claire, Teen Vogue. And she also creates some of the most memorable looks on the red carpet. So remember Machine Gun Kelly's face that was covered in artfully placed pearls for the VMAs last year? That was Kieran. She also counts clients like Tessa Thompson and Aquafina on her roster. And Kieran and Shipka, she works with a lot. So whether your lashes are short, straight, long, curly, crisscross, get your notepad ready. Just kidding. We'll link to every product mentioned on our website at breakingbeautypodcast.com. And if you want to know my personal favorite mascaras and Jill's, don't forget, we've got those listed on our Shop My Shelf page, which we will also link to on our website. Here she is, Kieran Bati. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. You're never going to believe this. I just got a note from Jill saying she has the entire Half Magic makeup collection 
This is the line by Donnie Davy just dropped yesterday. She's the makeup artist behind the hit show Euphoria. Jill has tested every product, you guys, and she has a mini review. I think we have to interrupt this program. We're going to interrupt this program for this mini review from Jill. Please stay tuned for afterwards. We got to get to Kieran Batty. She's got all the mascara tips for us, mascara fanatics. All right, Jill, what are you saying? Thanks to Carlene for indulging my mini review. Hey, everyone. So I'm sitting in front of the entire Half Magic Beauty collection right now. It's an 11-piece debut drop. And in the assortment, there are lip kits, there are glitter liners, there's a setting spray, there's shimmer and matte eye paints, and there are several beauty accessories as well. And everything costs between 10 and 26 US dollars. It's all available at halfmagicbeauty.com and everything is vegan and cruelty-free. What I would say about this, just kind of off the hop, you can tell there's a lot of intention from Donnie Davy herself that she wanted everybody to have fun with this collection. And it is reflected in the products and it's reflected in the campaign. In the campaign, there's a woman who's in her late 70s, if not early 80s, and she's fully wearing like all of the face gems and she looks amazing. And there's people from all races, all backgrounds. And I just love how inclusive that feels. Not only that in the campaign, but it feels like she went out of her way to make sure that not just girls in high school wanted to use these products. They are really user-friendly. And like I mentioned, there are quite a few beauty accessories in the collection. The one that really struck me is actually called the Wing Magician. It's a handheld wing guide that's made out of silicone. It's reusable. It's a diamond silhouette. It almost looks like the glitter emoji where it's like a long four-point star and you can use that to apply your liner. She also has an eyeliner brush to help you with application. And as I mentioned, there are face gems in this collection and she included some adornment tweezers too because those can be a little bit tricky to pick up and get on your skin. So she thought of that as well so everybody can get in on the fun. I would say the most iconic drop and I think is going to be the hero product for them for sure is the Chrome Addiction and that is an eye paint. So there's four really bold hues. They come in matte and they come in shimmer and they're buildable, transfer-proof and really bold colors. And they're meant to have 24-hour wear. The color that I went for in this collection or from Chrome Addiction is called We Are Aliens. It's this bright, acidic green. And I wore it as an eyeliner out on Saturday night when it was a really hot and humid night. I got so many compliments on it. What I think makes this one different is the applicator because it's a doe foot applicator, but she made it so it has a point on the end. So it does make it a lot easier to create a liner look with this product. Of course, you can wear it all over your lid too. It's whatever you want. But I think that that is what sets this apart in comparison to a Halsey About Face eye paint. Those perform really well, but they're quite messy to apply, in my opinion. So that's where this one wins out. And you definitely want to have your eye makeup remover at the end of the night because they are meant to last, Um, especially the shimmer one. I also tried that one out and definitely want to have an oil-based remover to take those off at the end of the night. And if I had to predict what product is going to sell out, it is actually from their lip kit. Their lip kit is called the Lip Tricks Kit, and it includes a mouth cloud lip cream plus a Sculptitude lip liner. You can buy both of those separately, but I think a lot of people will buy it together. And so this mouth cloud lip cream, honestly, the color is amazing. It's called Magic Brownie. 
and it is a deep brown and it really is very flattering on a lot of skin tones. And it just has this very soft blurring effect on the mouth. If you are a fan of something like the Rare Beauty Matte Lip Souffle or you like the Matte Powder Kiss from MAC, this kind of takes that idea one step further. It's just so much creamier and really beautiful on the lips. And then the Sculptitude Lip Liner, it's so easy to put on. There's no dragging whatsoever. And it kind of takes the guesswork out of which lip liner to use because it's the two perfect shades to contour your lips. So I think that one is going to absolutely fly off the shelves and get a ton of buzz. And if there was one product I would skip, I think it's actually the Glitter Pill. And that is a liquid glitter eyeliner. And it has one of those uh, soft kind of very fine paintbrush tips. And it's funny because at first glance, when I looked at them in my hand, the glitter pills look the most euphoria. You know how Rue was always crying glitter in those scenes. But when I actually put this product on, it's in a gel base. So it's quite watery when you put it on and you don't get as much impact as you would probably want for a glitter eyeliner. So that one I think we could skip. And I have to say, if there was one question I would ask Donnie Davy about this whole collection, it is why she chose the name Glitter Pill or even Chrome Addiction. You know, there's a lot of things you can name the products out there. And I just think that might raise a few eyebrows, especially when this is so closely attached to Euphoria, where we know um, there is so much drug use and abuse on that show, you know, so I am curious why she went that route. But regardless, you know, that is the one product that I would skip. So I'm very curious if you guys want to try this line out. I would love to hear what you buy, what you try. And please follow along with us on TikTok at Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm going to do a few videos there, swatching some of the colors, showing you in more detail the products that I talked about right now and today. And so I look forward to connecting with you on TikTok. And so for now, I want to throw it back to Carlene and Kieran. I wish I could have been there for this chat, but there's so many great mascara hacks and tips and tricks just ahead. So stay tuned. And now a quick pause in partnership with our friends at Pear Eyewear. So this spring, I'm all about the capsule wardrobe. I'm basically wearing a uniform every day of straight leg denim, a top, add a blazer, and I'm done. I'm out the door. But accessories are where I'm having fun, like my new micro designer handbag, loafers, pearl jewelry, and I've even found a way to keep my eyewear popping, and that's with Pear Eyewear. So the first time I heard about Pear Eyewear was actually on Shark Tank, and I thought, wow, that is a really unique idea. So Pear Eyewear, what makes them different is they're a customizable eyewear company, and they offer cool base prescription frames, but the piece de resistance are these toppers that they created. They're magnetic frames that allow you to wear different styles whatever suits your mood. So what's great is the base frames themselves are so affordable. They start at just $60, including prescription lenses. There's lots of options to fit any face. They have square styles, cat eye styles. I personally got the Reese base frame, which is slightly round and classic. And I got it in a clear pink, which I love to wear on its own. But I also got the white sun top, it's called. So those just snap right on the front of my glasses instantly transform them into sunglasses and I'm good to go. There are literally hundreds of top frame designs to choose from to match whatever mood you're in. They have a Van Gogh collection, Hello Sunflower toppers. They have a Marvel collection and they even have Harry Potter ones, which are so fun. 
So good news for our Breaking Beauty fam. You get to try this with a very exclusive discount code. So get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to pareyewear.com slash beauty for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at pareyewear.com slash beauty, spelled P-A-I-R, eyewear.com slash beauty. Once again, that's 15% off at pareyewear.com slash beauty. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi, Kieran. Welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Where did your obsession with beauty begin? I'm so lucky to have a mother who, in her way, is so glamorous because I watched her getting ready. I loved getting ready. I loved helping others getting ready. And it kind of was always in my life. I was always inspired. I was also really inspired by old Bollywood movies. I come from, like, such a vibrant culture that— Um, is always dressing up for some kind of event. And so it was always very fun. And then I'm a 90s kid. I grew up in the 90s. And so, you know, that's kind of when the mall experience was a really big, cool new thing. So I would go to those makeup counters and, I mean, you name it, like the Clinique counter with the black honey and the soap Mm -hmm. and the bar and you'd get a kit and fell in love with that or like the origins. I don't know if you remember the little gel cheek that they used to do. It was like a cheek stain. Oh, I don't remember that. I was more like a Mac. Oh, and then I graduated there. Once I, (laughs) so I started really natural beauty and then really was like, oh, I need every blue and green eyeshadow and every glitter ever created. And Mac in the 90s and 2000s were just on fire with those colors and textures. And I had a very good friend who was a makeup artist for Mac. Mm-hmm. And I would just help her with stuff on the side and kind of learned about cosmetics through, even at college, like glitter was very big. So before any of my girlfriends and I would go out, I would just fairy dust everybody. Um, yeah. So getting people ready and helping people with, at that time, very small nights out was mm-hmm. such a part of my existence. Like I did one of my best friend's weddings when I was very young, not a makeup artist yet. My cousins, things like that. It was very much... I think from an early age, I really loved not just the ritual of getting ready, but being part of somebody's big day, which is why when I came, you know, to my world on the celebrity side, I really, you know, I— I kind of went more that way versus the fashion editorial way because for me, I love being part of somebody's moment. So Mm -hmm. be it an Oscar day or a huge premiere or, you know, even like it's their first day postpartum back, you know, or something like that. I just love to be really one-on-one with my clients. And, you know, it's what kind of keeps me really motivated because I love making people feel happy. and, And I think you can really do that through beauty. I'm really excited to be here during AAPI Month to, you know, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I'm super excited. Everything that I'm doing this month, I just, I'm always just giving a shout out to the community as well. And also just, 
for diversity in beauty and makeup and celebrity makeup, just being here, being able to use my platform, use your platform to kind of mm-hmm. lift each other up at this time is so important to me. And so thank you for having me in my favorite month. Of absolutely. Year. Absolutely. And I think that's the other thing, quite honestly, looking at your roster of clients, they are very diverse. Oh, sure. Like you, you know, in gender, in ethnicity, and also in age. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fantastic as well. Like I actually didn't know that you had done Machine Gun Kelly's oh, yeah. like face full of <laughs> pearls for the VMAs, B- yes. which was like iconic. Yeah, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. We really bonded. I was actually quite nervous because he's definitely not my normal clientele, but his publicist is a friend and I have another client with her and she had called me and was like, hey, I know you love, you know, to embellish and jewel people. I had done it, you know, the year before on Aquafina for the Met Gala and then the year before that with Tessa Thompson for the Met Gala. I did like Mm -hmm. pearls down her back and it's just, it's become like such a wonderful thing that my agent and I joke about because she was like, you know, you're going to be known, because I'm, for myself, I I think of myself as someone who's known for beautiful, fresh skin Mm -hmm. and kind of lit from within your best version of yourself, beauty. And that's always been my mantra and my personal aesthetic as well. But now I also have like an asterisk where I'm like, and I also will bejewel you, which (laughs) I'm so obsessed with. And just, I like to bejewel and adorn myself anyway. So moving that onto somebody's face as a medium is so fun as a makeup artist and as a person. And I know that you're known for your glowing skin as well. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about all of the diverse lashes out there and mascaras and tips and tricks for the lash type that you have. Cool. But I have a question. This is a personal question. Sure. Now, I love like a dewy skin moment. Me too. Any day, every day. <laughs> right? But I find that with mascara, like mm-hmm. even if I use the mascara that I know does not smudge, it's like one of my rider dies. It still smears everywhere when you're doing a dewy skin. So I have to ask, do you have a hack for that? I do. So... I feel you because actually in my life, I don't use this hack on myself. So I always end up with like mascara, like right here and right uh-huh. here on my cheeks. On like, the cheekbones, By yeah. like the middle of the day, like after lunch. But for my clients and, you know, because I love dewy, gorgeous, glowy skin, it's a couple of things. One is you want to kind of prime your eye area and under eye area. Mm-hmm. So primer, I mean— For me, there's makeup artists who swear by it and there's makeup artists who say you don't need it. I'm a swear by it person. So I think primer around is great. And then for your under eye area, you want to make sure that where your lashes touch, if you're going to have a glowy skin moment, Mm -hmm. don't have your under eye be too emollient because that will just drag that mascara down. So maybe save the heavier eye creams and things and serums for nighttime when you've removed your makeup and in the daytime do something that's a little bit less intense with the moisture and the glow. Because this area is not really where you want to glow, your under eye and and over eye. It's really, you know, your orbital bones, your cheeks, and, you know, the tip of your nose, things like that. So you can afford to not be super glowy under your eye. You know what? That's so smart. I never thought of like doing kind of more of a targeted approach. I never thought about skipping my eye cream in the morning. Yeah. That's smart. What you could do instead of skipping it is get one that's not as emollient or use— Like a gel. Yeah. Use something that's not as intense. So Mm -hmm. something more, you know, as a gel or even something that has like— I find that sometimes when I use eye creams that have SPF in them, Mm -hmm. they're less dewy. 
So that's right. always a good way. And then to keep that mascara also intact, what you can do is do a coat of your favorite mascara and then do a waterproof coat on top to keep that in, in place. Or you can just do a waterproof coat on the bottom lashes. Right. That's smart. That's another way. And then I'm trying to think what else I do. You can also take a little bit of translucent, soft, like sheer powder and just pat it under your eyes so it'll catch you know, whatever. And a tubing mascara is like my last tip. If you are someone that it just moves no matter what, I know Kevin Aquan has some great ones. Blink has some great ones. So I have a few clients who nothing works. Mm -hmm. And so we use a tubing mascara for red carpets and things because no matter how much I set it and prime it and use a waterproof formula, it still moves. So yeah, I enjoy a tubing mascara. Yeah. And which waterproof mascara is your go-to? Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I do. I have a few that I love. So I love the Lancome. Okay. I just rediscovered it. Is it the Hypnos or the Defenacil or the Bambi? It's the one that's, it's like a really thin square okay. tube. So I don't know which one it is, but it's square. Okay. It has like the Lancome gold flower on it. I love that one. Yeah. I love the Dior Iconic Overcurl and Waterproof. I do want to ask you about the primer that's your go-to. Like, can you just use a face primer or do you actually use an eye primer? I use a lid primer. You do? There's two that I have been obsessed with for years. I love the NARS one. Actually, I'm going to shout out three. Okay. I love Urban Decay. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. It's a classic. I carried it for years. Mm-hmm. Smashbox was my favorite probably my first lid primer I ever used. I still carry it. It is foolproof. And then NARS. Those are my three favorite. And the reason I like I like them is that they dry down really quickly, but they don't like crack or separate. Yeah. So okay. they just create a beautiful base. And don't worry, guys, we're going to link to all of these. I'll get the proper names mm-hmm. and we'll link to all of them on our website. Sorry for um, me who's like, oh, you know, it's the black tube with the gold. Yeah. Black, like, I know you're a visual person. It's like, yeah. all yeah, I get it. So let's start talking about lash types because this is a topic that kind of like went off in our um, yes. Facebook chat room. So Nisha from our Facebook chat room says, I'm of South Asian descent. And Hi, I Nisha. have poker straight, <laughs> shout out, poker straight lashes that can't keep a curl. Any product recommendations and technique suggestions? Okay. So yes. Hi, Nisha. I feel you. My lashes will take a curl, but they are pretty straight, as are many South Asian lash and also an Asian lash. It just, you know, sometimes they just are a little straighter. So the trick is finding the right curler for you, number one. I love the Surat Releve Curler. It is beautiful, and it really will pump that curl in there. So if your lash will take a curl, try the Releve. If you're feeling that it's still not doing it, you can use that lash curler in a different way, which is going to be hard to describe via podcast. So I'm just going to try to like, you know, because this is visual. But what you want to do is you want to clamp your lids like you normally would do and then open them and then clamp until you're almost like winging out your lashes with the curler. And when you do that, you'll see that your lashes have curled up and away, almost like a wing. And so that's a really cool thing. So you have to look at your curler as a tool that's just not a one note. And there's also curlers that are tiny. And so if you have really straight lashes and they're not getting into the whole lash band in the curler, if you get one of those teeny tinies, you can curl your lashes in sections. Right. Now, if none of that is working and you still want a lash curl moment, I recommend a lash perm. They're wonderful. I guess they're called a lash lift now. And they really work and they're beautiful. I think they're a great way for someone whose lashes just won't take a curl to 
you know, have a curl that is like a semi-permanent yeah. situation. And for curling mascaras, I do love So Curl by Sicily. It's okay. so beautiful, but it's also smoky, if that makes sense. So when you put it on, the texture almost gives you like a very smoky, sultry, curly mm. lash. So I'm very into those. Okay. All right. Those are great tips. What about, I've seen a lot of, I don't know Nisha's age, but I've seen a lot of people heating up their uh, lash curlers on TikTok with sure. like lighters. That and makes me nervous. Blow dryer. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It makes me I nervous. Know. I think with stuff like that, yes, of course it works. Like you can curl your lashes with a teaspoon if you want to. Like there's mm-hmm. all these um, tricks and tips that you can do. But I'm like safety first, especially around the eye area. So yeah. for Things like that, I think if you want to put heat to your lash, use a heated lash curler that's made specifically for that. There's tons on the market that are geared towards, you know, kind of heating up your lash. I It's not a practice that I do because I generally work on others. And right. so putting heat that close to the eye. Yeah, I can't take that risk. Yeah, I'd rather kind of, I am a makeup artist. So I'm able to kind of manipulate the lashes in the way yeah. that I need to. And so for straight lashes, it's just a lot of targeted curling. And right. also, you know, you can also combat them with some strategically placed false lashes. Right. You know, that will kind of cheat the curl for you. But every day, you know, if you don't yeah, want to wear a fake be, lash. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And I find like there's people who have lashes that kind of point straight downwards mm-hmm. who can try those tips mm-hmm. that you mentioned. But then there's also people who notice that their mascara is like if, you know, that they sort of, they say it falls like halfway uh, through the day, their lashes yeah. kind of fall. Yeah. Is there a trick for that? Or are they using too much mascara or like, what's your tip for that? I mean, it's like anything, right? Like in your day, you kind of give yourself a touch up with powder or a lip gloss or what have you. Or if your brows fall, you want to brush them back up. It's the same for your lashes. So just touch yourself up, which means carry your curler and your makeup bag and give yourself a cute little pump and they'll go right back up. Because the curling mascara and all that good stuff, it'll keep you in place for a while. Like if you're going to an event or things like that. But if you're wearing it from morning to the evening Mm -hmm. for your workday, you know, having a curler in your makeup bag, they're pretty small. They don't take that much room up. And the mini curlers are even smaller. So they're almost like the size of a barrette. And so having that is like a good it's a good thing. Unfortunately, with makeup, nothing, unless you're getting like a permanent makeup done, nothing's permanent. So it requires a tiny bit of a touch up here and there. Yep. That's what mini purses are for. That's what mini purses, mini makeup (laughs) bags, pockets, like. Exactly. Yeah. What about if you have short lashes? So outside of getting, you know, actual extensions, Mm -hmm. is there a type of mascara that you would go for? Yeah. What do you recommend? Or a wand type or what? Well, if you're worried about having short lashes, then having a lengthening mascara is always like a good thing to identify. But I think when you have a short lash, part of it is like you can still cheat the length with volume. Mm-hmm. So there are lengthening mascaras that will kind of give a small appearance that your lashes are a little longer. But I find that if I kind of really just get in there with like a curl mascara or volumizing or whatever, that's like very inky and just really kind of layer the lash up and even use a lash primer or what have you, I find that the volume also can be 
you know, a visual cheat. Yeah, yeah, to make it look longer. Yeah, and there's also, I know we're not talking about false lashes as much, but there's something called Lashify. Oh, I've heard of this. Lashify's awesome. And I think fake lashes and things like that, they feel scary for people. But I'll tell you as a makeup artist, Lashify, (laughs) I think is easier for someone who's not a makeup artist. It was a big learning curve for me because I'm used to, my hands have been trained for the last 13 years or 15 years or whatever to put lashes on in a certain way, to drop them Mm -hmm. into the lash line. But these go under your lashes and you almost like you put a mirror down on the table, flat on the table, and then you look below low and you put them underneath and they look so natural and beautiful and you can wear them for a few days. Okay. They're not damaging like a lash extension would be, but they are not as short-lived as just a regular false lash. Um, And they look really natural and and I have a few friends who wear them daily and I've given them to clients and my clients love them. Uh, For me as an artist, I still have to like retrain my hand a lot when I use them. But if you're not a false lash person, they actually are, I think, quite easy. So Okay. That would be me. That would be me. Yeah. You can just drop a couple in there and you're just, yeah. Okay. Lindsay from our Facebook chat room wants to know how to apply multiple coats without clumping when you want to achieve an extension type of look. Yes. And I would also add if there's a mascara in particular, you would recommend for an extension type of effect, whether it's a fiber mascara or just one that's in your kit. Yeah. I mean, for me, I like to build a lash. So I, instead of using like an all-in-one fiber, will use an actual just fiber by itself. So I'll use a primer. I have the Dior one, which I love. I love the Lancome one as well. But there's a lot of great lash primers. And there's a trick. If you want to kind of do your own, you can also do one coat of mascara, any mascara you want, and then take a little bit of translucent powder onto the lash, just a tiny bit. You don't want to have clumps, but just a tiny bit. And then you do another coat of mascara on top, and that'll also look like you know, so if you don't have a primer, you don't have a fiber mascara, that's kind of the makeup artist mm-hmm. like in a jam. In a pinch. Yeah. This is all the rage on TikTok right yeah. now. But they're actually like dipping the whole wand yeah. into a powder and then nervous. sticking it back in the tube. I'm yeah. guessing this is not your method. No. And I actually, one thing I would say to really invest in for everyone out there is a teeny tiny fan brush and also a, like a fan brush that's like the size of like a dime and having some like clean spoolies. And so, because part of building a lash, especially when you're using a fiber or a primer or what have you, is you want to keep combing through and getting the excess out. So for the person who's asking about, you know, building a lash without getting clumps, your trick is your tools. So what I end up using is I'll paint the lashes with Mm -hmm. the fan brush. And so you just take the tube out, you know, paint the fan with your brush and paint the lash and then go in with the actual wand and then go in with your clean spoolie and clean it. So you're just going to keep on slowly layering until you get the desired effect. These things, they take patience, but the effect is still natural while being full. Right. Yeah. Okay. These are the next level tips. And have (laughs) Q-tips. Q-tips and a good, gentle makeup remover handy is kind of your best friend always. And I think it's not just the mascara that you're choosing, but it's the freshness of Mm -hmm. your mascara. So, you know, you should be tossing them, I think, every three months. I go through them constantly because of my kit, and I know I'm very lucky I get things sent to me all the time, and I know it's expensive to do that. But, you know, keeping your eye health and your lash health 
in mind is important, especially if you're wearing mascara every day. You want to keep those babies in. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I have friends who like have used their mascara too long and they keep getting like styes and yeah, stuff like no, that. No, so, you know, go. it's it's for real. Speaking of these viral TikTok hacks, I don't know if you've ever tried or seen this one where people are holding their mascara wand vertically. Okay. And they're kind of running it yeah. back and forth across the lashes like a windshield wiper sure. and then flipping it horizontally and adding more layers. Sure. Is that is there anything to that? You know, basically what they're doing is they're just coating, right? So you're right. just coating your lashes. So just like I said with the the fan brush, that's my method, but it's just the idea is you're coating and then you're taking the wand and you're cleaning up the excess. Right, right. Right. So it's the yeah. same concept and it's a totally great way. Like the great thing about makeup is there's no rules. So if right. putting on mascara that way or this way or that way, to me, there's no rules. We all have our own, you know, our own methods. And I'm constantly learning too, where I'm like, oh, actually, that's a really good idea. Something I love to do for clients if I want the mascara to really pop is I have them almost blink down on the wand. Yeah. And so you almost, you blink down and you trap the wand and then you wiggle it out. But it's just about, I think, also remembering that don't go overboard on the product you use. Every time you dip your mascara, there's enough mascara on that wand to go on both eyes up and down. (laughs) And so I think you'll see the people like pump the, like pump the mascara. That's actually awful because what you're doing is you're putting air into your tube and you're Mm -hmm. decreasing the life of your mascara. Yeah. You know, and you can also push bacteria in there that way. So the best thing to do is take your mascara wand out, you know, take off the excess on the sides. And then really, there's plenty on that brush. I promise you. (laughs) There's plenty for two eyes, top and bottom lashes. Yeah. And then a lot of us are just like, hurry up. Let's get this done. Well, I think it feels like you're covering up them. Like you're really getting it coated, but it's coated. It's ready to go. Yeah. Let's talk about people who have coarse or curly lashes. Oh, I Sometimes love them. they might crisscross. I love those. Yeah. So what's your technique and what are your go-to mascaras for that type of lash? So for a coarse and curly lash, I generally don't curl them. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that when I, and I've made this mistake myself, curling somebody who has a curly lash, it almost like destroys the curl mm-hmm. and makes it wonky looking. You can see the bend in it. So if you have yeah. a curly coarse lash, I would say embrace that curl. If you want it to be more enhanced, then find yourself a curling mascara that you love. But I think having a curly coarse lash, you almost like can use any formula. For that kind of lash, I love Armani Eyes to Kill mascara Hmm, is one of my favorites. It just, first of all, super, super inky and it stays wet for a bit. And then once it dries, you're like, whoa, this is (laughs) <laughs> so, so pretty. But I wish I had a curly coarse lash. Like, that's my mm-hmm. dream lash in mm-hmm. life. I think a lot of people, yeah. It's just, that's what you're trying to get to. You're trying to get there. So, for yeah. all of you out there of a curly coarse lash, congratulations. You won the genetic <laughs> lottery. We're all just trying to be like you. But you kind of, I think, in that arena, get to choose from whenever. So, you're not someone who has a straight lash who really is focusing on a curl. Or someone who has a short lash who's focusing on length. You can really play and decide you know, do I want something that's super inky? Do I want like a inky smoky lash? Do I want something that's more natural? Do I want something that's, you know, all of the above? You kind of have the most choices. For coarse and curly, I would say looking at your wand and Mm -hmm. even like those plastic wands that are a little bit more geared towards separating lashes would Mm -hmm. be your 
your bag because having something like that, which Shiseido makes a beautiful one. And it's actually mm-hmm. waterproof. And that's one that I love as well. But they have that spiky brush. And okay. it really separates your lashes. Edward Best makes a beautiful one as well. It's like a lash comb. Okay. That really kind of lets you comb through. Because with lashes like that, that go this way and that way and can stick yeah. together, it's nice to have something that separates. Right. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask if you see a lot of lash damage with your celebrity clients just from getting glam all the time. And I'm curious if there's like, what would you say is the number one culprit that perhaps listeners at home might relate to? Lash extensions. That has been, you know, I have such a love-hate relationship with them because when somebody gets them, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can kind of like live your life and do your thing and you're not worrying about a like smudge this. and you wake up like this. But I have seen them destroy the lash beds of so many people. And I think part of that comes from overuse. I look at a lash extension where I tell people, hey, like if you're going to get them, like maybe do them every other time or maybe do them if you have a special mm-hmm. event coming up or a honeymoon or vacation. Like for me as an artist, it's not something I recommend for clients right. to do all the time. They also are, for me as an artist, hard to work with because sometimes you're missing one or, you know, and then I have to, you know, treat it and put another one in. So as an artist, I prefer building a lash myself. So I would say the number one culprit for lash damage is the lash extension. And I've seen a lot of bald spots on people that, you know, we know how long it takes to grow a lash back. It takes a while. So just be careful. And I'd say make sure you go into a person who— is an expert yeah. in their field and is clean yeah. and safe. And I just are they doing anything else for rehab? Like I know there's a lot of serums and yeah. I mean, I would say less is more with those things as far as like the extensions and things like that. But if you are trying to kind of keep your lashes healthy in the interim, using good you know lash serums and really kind of taking off whatever makeup around your eye that you can every day and, yeah. you know, all those I things. I actually find that's where I lose lashes is like in the process taking of it taking off. off. Yeah. Some of these mascaras, quite honestly, are so hard to get off. Oh, and yeah. that's, so that's one of my criteria and what I like in a mascara. I love these newer ones where they wash off like with water. Yeah. Because I find if they're so hard to get off, I'm seeing my lashes in my hands and like, I want to cry. It's so sad. It's so, so sad. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious what your, like, do you have go-to makeup removers or like, Mm -hmm. how do you just avoid that happening? I mean, you know, your lashes will fall out no matter what, even if you don't wear Mm -hmm. mascara. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, that's like the, (laughs) that's their life. Like, right. And so that happens even if you have a super healthy lash bed and what have you. But I would say, you know, it, it does come back to exerting really good lash care from beginning to end. So you know, using a good lash serum if you need it, but also how you take your makeup off. I, you know, I don't know if there's any double cleansers out there. I know we, there's controversy about that. Some people love it. Some people don't. When I wear mascara, I always double cleanse. I don't wear makeup every day. So I'm always someone who is like, look, if you don't have to wear it every single day, don't wear it every day because the more you use it, there's more activity there. And then you lose more lashes as you go. That's just life. So I think finding times where you're not using as intense of a method and, you know, because you're always wiggling and doing all that stuff. So, yeah. So that's why things like getting a lash perm is nice too, because it Mm kind of opens you up and 
you can skip mascara. Yeah. But I remove very gently. Mm-hmm. And what do you use? Okay, so a few things. I'll use, like, I use Bioderma like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Have used it for years. Love it. The trick is, though, when you're taking off mascara, I think the urge is to throw it on the pad and just wipe it off and take it off. And then, and you have to look at it like these are not your nails where you can just take like Mm -hmm. a pad and, you know, get it all off. Like you want to be gentle. If anything, what I do is I, you know, saturate a cosmetic pad with the Bioderma and I'll just place it on my lid for a while and I'll let it loosen up. Um, And then you want to slowly like get what you can without tugging. And then I go in there and I'll use a cleansing balm or I'll use a makeup remover that's like an oil or like a balm. Do you have a fave? I have a few. Okay, so there's one from Beauty Pie that I love Mm -hmm. that works really well. There's also one, I mean, I'm obsessed with Sisley. So I love (laughs) that they have two makeup removers and there's one that comes out of a pump. Actually, they have three, I think. There's one that comes out of a pump. There's one in a jar. And there's one that is similar to like a water type of thing. Yeah. So I like the the pump because it's like a cream that'll come out. It's like a gel formula. And that kind of takes everything off as well and feels really good. So anytime you use anything that has like a gel or a cream formula, once you put it onto your eye, you feel it soothing it. Whereas sometimes like a bioderma can feel like it's stripping it. Right. Okay. So using those two things together. So I use that. What else do I really like? I mean, honestly, I'm kind of revisiting the Clinique oil that take the yeah. day off. And I'm really into that again. Uh-huh. And Makeup yeah. Forever makes a beautiful one. I believe it's called yeah. Sensi Eyes. I don't remember the name. I should have really like re-looked at all. I'm just like, you know, the blue one <laughs> that comes yeah. out. You know, it's like an aqua blue. Yeah. But I think just remembering that you, sometimes it's not a one-stop shop. I do have a face wash that takes everything off. Tell me. It's Joanna Vargas. It's her vitamin C face wash. And it's clean beauty. It's beautiful. It's beautiful on the skin. But it actually takes all my makeup off. Wow. Yeah. That's like a holy grail, I feel like. Because I'm a very lazy slash busy. So I don't like a two-step. I like a a one-step. Give it a try. I'd like to see your thoughts. I mean, if you have a little remnants, then you can like do the wipe after. If you right, need it. Right. I also love a simple wipe. Just throwing that out there. Those are great oh. in a pinch. And my trick usually if I'm on set is I'll take a simple wipe and then mm-hmm. I'll throw a little bioderma onto the wipe. Yes. And so it's okay. like double, double saturated it. and it's also yeah. geared towards healing the skin and I can just wipe that off really quick. Yeah. So if, I if do you that say with like the face halo and the makeup eraser, yeah. which they oh, say will yeah. do it on its own, but yeah. I'll actually add my bioderma to that yes, and I of course. think that works quite well. That's like a good one-two punch. And I wanted to ask you as well, I know you mentioned earlier that this is the month for AAPI supporting. And I wondered if there were a few brands that you wanted to shout out for products that you love and are also always in your kit. Oh my gosh, of course. So I want to give a big shout out to Tower 28. Love them so much. I love them so much. I actually helped shade develop all of Sunny Days. (gasps) With them. That's right. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. I love them. They're such a beautiful brand. Amy, their founder, is just incredible. So lovely. She's been on our show. Yeah. The brand is beautiful. The cheeks are incredible. The skin's incredible. The highlighters, the glosses, I want them to make everything. So I love that tinted moisturizer. Thank like the, you. The I'm the so SPF. glad. I love it so much. I'm so glad. Yeah. I love them. I love Orsay. They're a beautiful foundation. Like it is so luxurious. And they also do gorgeous powders as well. How do you spell that? Or did I hear it right? 
O-R-C-E with an apostrophe. Okay, I don't know this brand. It's I'm learning. So, wait, maybe it's not an apostrophe. It's like an accent. It's an accent. It's an accent. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's so chic. It's so chic. I also love Ranavat, uh-huh. skincare brand made by my friend Michelle. It is Ayurvedic skincare, super luxurious. What's the one hero if people are like, I'm going to check this out? I would do the Jasmine Mist to start and you'll okay. get hooked. It's just so like gorgeous. There's also Soma. Soma does, if you're going to get one thing from Soma, get the Jasmine body oil. It Ooh. is heaven. The founder brings in Jasmine from a tiny village in South India and makes this beautiful product. I'm trying to think who else. I love Live Tinted, of course, Deepika. Nice. She's just killing it. The, I mean, I feel like I don't know if any of these brands have made mascaras yet, but it's time. Yes. Yeah, like, come on, let's do it. There you go. Throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, I'm we sure need. Tower 28 will be going there next. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I would They'll love probably that. be calling on you. I hope I would love that. <laughs> I'm here. Give me a call, Tower. I'm trying to think who else I, I love Asian and South Asian. I mean, there's so many. There's Billy Beauty, who's doing gorgeous, clean, vibrant colors. There's Shaz and Kicks, who do hair masks, also amazing. And I I really want to include it. There's a brand called Citizen, which they do lipsticks of all shades. And they just brought on Sir John to be their their, their artists, which is really awesome. I didn't know that. That's so good to know. It's so, so, so cool. And Coco Kind, too. Also great. So amazing. I mean, there's so many Asian-owned brands. And it's so exciting that all of us are finally making some space in the beauty community and some of us are just modern and and doing it you know and not kind of you know sticking to like traditional root and some of us mm-hmm. are not some of us are really being like okay this comes from like our ancestors and you know and I just love I love all these great brands because it used to just be like you would think of Tatcha and yes you know you would think of Shiseido and and that was it I know it's just been blown wide open. And I was trying to think of Citizen. They were on the tips of my tongues because I met the founders and they're so young and cool. And I know that they've recently just gone viral on TikTok for their lip products. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. The products are gorgeous. I'm waiting patiently because I want, they saw they were putting palettes together for artists. And I want, I want one. (laughs) So I'm like very excited to get one of those. I hope citizen, if you're listening, please send me a palette. (laughs) I really (laughs) want one. Yeah. It's just, I think for me as a makeup artist, as a South Asian makeup artist, it's a really exciting time Mm -hmm. to be alive, to be honest, because when I began, there was so little representation and there still is, I mean, on, you know, it's interesting on the Instagram side, TikTok side, there's a lot of us creating. There's a lot of creators. But unfortunately, on the side that I'm on, which is celebrity makeup, there's still very few of us. And so I'm hoping that the industry will continue to expand. And I think there'll be more diversity behind the scenes. We're seeing it front face, which is amazing through models and actors and Mm -hmm. campaigns and things like that. But still behind the scenes, there still needs to be change. It starts from there. So absolutely. And I think, honestly, I think there are probably so many people who are looking up to you and seeing your work and seeing themselves represented. And I hope so. I I really do that too. I really hope that this month and every month we keep making space for people. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.